Hey everybody, Darce here from Monday Morning Macabre, but you know that. You know who I am. I know who you are. We know each other. I just wanted to do a little intro here because this episode we jump straight into the tent, as it were. And just for transparency, we had an audio issue during this recording, so I had to be a little heavy-handed in the editing process. So you might notice a couple of kind of quick cuts, and it might seem a little uh, chopped up, but... I think you'll you'll still enjoy it. And I wanted to give you guys a little update on the Patreon and merch stores uh, grand opening, which will be coming very soon. If you're following us on Instagram and Twitter, you've probably seen a couple of the designs that we've thrown up for some of the shirts and other apparel. Uh, we think they're pretty neato. So go check those out. Also, the Patreon, we are just an update there. We're going to have a couple episodes on release so that you're not just stuck with one and then you're sad forever. Uh, so we are just finalizing the editing and production of the final, well, not final, but you know what I mean, of the last episode before we launch the Patreon. So keep an eye out there. Make sure you follow our socials because that's where we're going to be giving all the updates. MondayMorningMacabre.com, Twitter, MMMacabrePod, and Instagram, MondayMorningMacabre. And be sure to rate, review, etc. Tell your friends. We appreciate it. And I hope this episode brings you the macabre joy for your Monday. Boy. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Monday Morning Macabre. I'm your host, Darcy. I'm here with Scones. Hey, the Macaboys. Hey, Macaboys. Macaboys. All right, Darcy, what are we talking to today in Monday Morning Macabre? Oh, on this Monday wonderful m- Morning Macabre. Monday morning. Monday morning. Monday morning. Um, well, this is uh, that spooky podcast, and today we are going to talk about the theme of today's episode is spooky Japan. Okay. Spooky Japan. Japan. Spooky Japan. Now, I'm gonna... Japan's like spooky. A, a super spooky, low-key, really messed up place. Like Love They've it. had... Like, doing research for this, I remember just how many weird and creepy places there are. Like, the Suicide Forest, although we are not gonna be talking about the Suicide Forest, but that is one of the things. Yeah, like and subscribe, Jake Paul. Subscribe, Logan Paul. Shop Logan Paul. Oh wait, merch. that was Logan Paul. Lo- Logan Paul found the dead body. And Aaron Paul is in Breaking Bad. Aaron Paul's in Breaking Bad. Oh yeah, Jake I Paul that. is an everyday bro. Chris Paul plays for the Rockets. Um, Rand Paul. Anyway, what's he doing? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Point being, Japan. I I've I've scoured some things. I found some things that are like really really dark that I don't even like like. I don't want to talk about it just because it's like there's no, it's just too, it's like there's no value in it really. But I'm going to start off with a few, we're going to start kind of kind of get get our spooky hors d'oeuvres in. Yeah, I get talk. to the spooky, before we get to the spooky entree. Before spooky entree, spooky hors d'oeuvres, we're going to talk a little about, about some, uh, some couple Japan- scary sauces on the side. <laughs> some <laughs> Japanese scary, scary spooky urban legends. So there's, there's a few like very prominent urban legends in Japanese culture 
I'm on culturetrip.com. They have an article about it. I've also kind of amassed this from a few different sites and I'll have all the references on, on the website, but probably the biggest urban legend that I've seen is the slit mouthed woman. Holy shit. I thought you were going to say like the turtles with <laughs> water in their head. <laughs> oh, that actually is one of those. I read about him. Kuzumbo. It's kind of like Kuzumbo. So anyway, so the slit mouth woman is a prominent urban legend in Japanese culture. Her name is Kuchisake. Okay, this is going to be... There's no way I don't butcher this. So, <laughs> uh, Kuchisake Ona. So, Kuchisake Ona is a disturbing legend surrounding a seemingly ordinary woman wearing a surgical mask as though to protect others from catching her cold. She appears before those walking alone at night, usually children, and asks, Am I beautiful? If you answer no... You are killed with a pair of scissors that she carries. If you answer yes, she takes off her mask to reveal her grotesque grin, a mouth that has been slit ear to ear. How about now, she will ask. She will kill you if you say no and cut you an identical smile if you say yes. So it's a lose-lose if you come across this Yeah, I was going to say, that's not a good Nope, she's she's going to murder you or she's going to make you look like the Joker. And then rumor has it that if you answer, if you give her an answer. I like that she gives you a choice to murder you, though. Now, she does, uh, there, apparently, if you confuse her, you'll, it'll buy you enough time to, uh, to escape. I confuse her? Yeah, so if you're like, uh, you're so-so, she'll be like, <laughs> what? And I you like can, you, but I don't want to hang out with you. <laughs> I don't like like you, but like, so, that, like. The I'll whole, call you later, but don't call her. <laughs> so that confuses her, and that gives you time to, like, run away, even though, like, that doesn't make any goddamn sense. Just throw 20 bucks at her. But what, what I think find funny about this is like you can tell somebody made this up and was just telling a friend and was like, if you, if you say yes, she kills you. And if you say no, then she slits your face. And then the buddy was like, okay, what if I say maybe? And he's like, uh, f- f- whatever. <laughs> like, fuck you, Derek. <laughs> <laughs> like, why don't you ever like play along, dude? It's not how you play the game. Yeah, exactly. So would you rather... <laughs> So that's the slit mouth woman. It's also appeared in a lot of like manga, movies, anime. It's very prominent in the culture. Another one that is actually fairly similar is it's called Red Cape. So this is Ako Akamanto is the spirit of a handsome man wearing a mask and he waits in the stalls of ladies' washrooms. <laughs> <laughs> Usually the last stall in a line. Uh once seated the specter's voice will ask, do you want red paper or blue? If you say red, you suffer a violent death. If you answer blue, you are suffocated until you turn blue and die. <laughs> Deviating from this answer by, say, asking for ordinary white paper, you will only have ghostly hands appearing out of nowhere, sometimes right out of the toilet you're sitting on, and drag you down to hell. So this time, he was like, Derek, I got you this time, you mother. Like, he's going to drag you to hell. Yeah, Derek, you're not safe, Derek. <laughs> I like that this ghost or whatever this is only came about after the advent of the toilet. Yeah, right. It's like that's yeah. also such. It's just all toilet paper. <laughs> yeah. He's like he's like a Morpheus sex offender hanging out in the ladies' bathroom. <laughs> it's very. I feel like it's very. Oh, wait, is it a uh, male? Oh yeah, it's, yeah, a, it's, it's a, a man. It's a man wearing a mask. Like, how do they know he's handsome? Yeah, that's true. Plot plot hole. Yeah, that would have confused the red smiling cape. lady. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And then there's just two, there's so there's two more I want to touch on. One of them is Techie Techie. All right. So Techie Techie was a schoolgirl who tripped on some train tracks at a critical moment. That sounds like a weird violent. That first line you just said sounds like a weird violent like kids nursery rhyme. <laughs> Techie Techie was a schoolgirl who tripped <laughs> on some train tracks. <laughs> Work. 
So, <laughs> so she trips on some train tracks. She was cut in half by oncoming locomotive. Now Techie Techie is a vengeful spirit who crawls around on her hands and elbows. The dragging sound of her torso along the ground makes the Techie Techie sound, which gives her the name. So it's like the like that noise, like. So she wanders around at night, slicing her victims in half with a scythe to mimic her own disfigurement. She can also hide in places like cars and windows where only half of her body would typically be seen. And once the victim comes close enough, she surprises them and cuts them in half. Oh, man. She's like a scary Wilson from Home Improvement. Yeah, she's super fast. She like crawls. How does she crawl while holding a scythe? She dropped weight and now can just like, she's got crazy arm muscles after all that. She just looks like Popeye with giant bars. (laughs) (laughs) Just a pipe in her mouth like, (laughs) chasing you down. Just cutting down some Not what Popeye sounds like. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I was going to (laughs) say. He's a 1920s train robber. Um, Okay, the final urban legend, which is going to lead us into an actual true story from Japan. A true story, you say? This is the last urban legend before the true story. Oh, sorry. Are you fuck? <laughs> Are you stupid? <laughs> All right, All listener, right. rewind, skip over the part I said, and then you're good. We're not going to edit it. Okay, so... Like and subscribe. This last urban legend is the girl from the Gap. So the girl from the Gap is a female ghost that inhabits gaps between furniture. Why are these all so alliterated? Yeah, I don't know. The it's girl not, from the Gap. The girl in- from your local Gap store. No, it's she... Basically, she exists in like in between furniture, so like cupboards, drawers, closets, like any anywhere there's like a gap. She can be in any house anywhere, and it's said that if you get a glance at her, you will find her looking at you from the dark gaps in your house. Then she will ask you to play hide and go seek. Uh. No matter what you say, she'll vanish, and the hide and seek will begin. So think like the Grudge Kid, like that white, like just big eyes and like white face, like in a fucking in like a yeah. Dark. I guess that stuff's like really popular in it Eastern Japan right now. Those kind of movies and yeah. like that kind of monster. And that's like I find that super creepy because like I don't know. I just because that's like a, th- a thing that I'm always like when you're like lying in bed and you're just like my closet door is open. I'm gonna look in there and see if there's a creepy just face staring at me. Creepy face. So once the hide and go seek starts, she won't kill you unless you see her again. So if you do happen to find her hiding again, the game will end with her being the winner and she will forcibly drag you into the gap and from there she'll drag you all the way to the depths of hell. Now the only way to avoid seeing her again is you have kind of two options. A, blind yourself or B, just hope you don't see her, which is not a great option. People in Japan must be very cl- like claustrophobic that all of their portals to hell are in their toilets or gaps yeah, and like in between like, their fridge and their counter and like... Well, so the girl in the gap kind of came to life when a Tokyo homeless woman lived in a stranger's cupboard for a year. Oh, we know about this. Yeah, we'll link the video. Yeah, on the we'll website, have a video linked on the website because there is a social video or something. It. But like, this was fucking okay. Yeah. So yeah. this is a ter- telegraph. <laughs> this is a telegraph.co.uk article. A homeless woman has been arrested after living undetected for almost a year in a tiny cupboard in a man's house in Japan. The woman, identified as 58-year-old Tatsuko Horikawa... She was 58? Yeah, she was 58. She's limber. (laughs) Limber 58. Tatsuko Horikawa was found by police searching the home of a man who believed he lived alone in Fukuoka. The resident of the house, who had not been named, became suspicious that he was the victim of repeat burglaries after he noticed food was going missing from his refrigerator. The man decided to install security cameras linked to his mobile phone and on Wednesday caught images of a woman walking around the house while he was out. I should note this is in 2008. 
Okay. So this video, you can literally see this woman like coming out of like the wall and going to the fridge and taking food. It's really creepy. Thanks, Obama. Believing he had detected the burglar, the man contacted police, and after an exhaustive search of the property, officers found the woman hiding in the top of a built-in cupboard designed to store bedding and mattresses. Behind the sliding doors, she had laid out a thin futon and had several plastic drink bottles, police said. There was just enough room for her to lay down, they added. We searched the house, checking everywhere that someone could possibly hide, a police spokesperson said. When we slid open the closet door, there she was, curled up nervously on her side. Police believe she had moved between different addresses in the neighborhood during her stowaway year, and the woman did not apparently steal any money or other items from the house, but she did make use of the shower and toilet. So, it's, yeah. when you see the video, it's, like, so creepy just so knowing creepy. someone's, like, living in your, like, walls. For a long time. A like, super long time. Imagine just that random cupboard that's above your fridge that you don't use. Like, someone's living in there. Yeah, it's, like... Full if, time. And it, it's... Because everyone has just like a random cupboard or closet or something that they're like, I haven't opened that in like, you know, months and months. And then it's like, you just slide it open and there's just a woman like, like full time ah, using your, it. the bathroom and the shower too blows my mind that she wasn't noticed. It's imp- honestly, it's very impressive that she managed to remain like hidden in this person's house for that long. Like she's a pretty good. She literally like lived like the Anne Frank life. <laughs> Basically. But at the same time, it's like. She had to have stayed in that cupboard whenever he was home. So like yeah. she just just sat in a like a small confined for a space long for long time. I don't I don't like it one bit and it's creepy and it's I get, so creepy. It's like just makes me think of the girl in the gap and I would like free, if I was that cop, I would freak the fuck out. If I was that wait, if I was a police officer who like opened the door and found her. Oh my god. And like you just open it up and there's a person like staring at you, I would hate that. That's so scary. It is scary. Um, all right. So I have one more story that's got a bit of a twist to it. Ooh, twist that story. Baby. I'm gonna <laughs> <laughs> So have you heard of the and I pray you don't look this up. Pray we know. don't. Okay, don't look it up because I don't want you to give away. All right, any everyone, of this. let's give ten seconds of silence. Ready? Okay, set go. go. And we're back. And we're back. And welcome back to Monday Morning Macabre. We prayed. Macaboys. So, <laughs> all right, what I'm about to Why talk- Why did we just do the intro again? <laughs> <laughs> so, this is the Chichijima incident. Have you heard of the Chichijima incident? No, but whenever incidents followed, it's something it's creepy. It's something bad. So, the Chichijima incident occurred in late 1944 when Japanese soldiers killed and consumed five American airmen on Chichijima in the Bonin Islands. Did you say consumed? Consumed. What did I talk about before we did this? Yeah, yeah. I said I don't like people eating people. And, well, a pilot, then 20, a 20-year-old pilot, was among nine airmen who escaped from their planes after being shot down during bombing raids on Chichijima, a tiny island 700 miles south of Tokyo. In September 1944... The pilot was the only one to evade capture by the Japanese. After the war, it was discovered that the captured airmen had been beaten and tortured before being executed. The airmen were beheaded on the orders of Lieutenant General Yoshio Tachibana. American authorities claim that Japanese officers then ate parts of the bodies of four of the men. What parts? We don't know. Is it the penis? <laughs> Darcy. I know. So... <laughs> In a decision that almost certainly saved his life, 
One pilot ditched his burning plane further from the island than the other crews. A retired squadron mate, Charlie Bynum, recalls, We saw him hit the water, and we saw the Japanese boats coming out from land to pick him up. They had guns on them. The pilot managed to scramble onto a life raft while American planes launched a hail of fire at Japanese boats, which had set out to capture the downed airman. The Americans drove back the Japanese boats, and the pilot, who was vomiting bleeding from a head wound, was rescued from the waters by a U.S. submarine, the USS Finback. Details of the pilot's crash and rescue have long been known to Americans. He was awarded the Distinguished Flying Cross for his actions. That was not What was not known was the pilot's downed comrades made the mistake of swimming to the island's shore, where a fate worse than death awaited them. It was originally believed that eight other men from the drowned aircrafts had simply disappeared while trying to swim to the island's shore, but when details of their true demise were discovered during World Crimes trial in Guam, the files of the missing soldiers were sealed, sparing their families further grief. The names of the eight aviators who were executed are Navy Aviation Radio Man Jimmy Dye, Navy Pilot Floyd Hall, Radio Man Marv Mershon, Marine Pilot Warren Earl Vaughn, Navy Aviation Radio Man Dick Woloff, Aviation Gunner Grady York, Navy Aviation Gunner Glenn Frazier, and Navy Pilot Warren Hindiag. So this case was investigated in 1947 in a war crimes trial, and of 30 Japanese soldiers prosecuted, five were found guilty, and Tachibana was sentenced to death. He was the the captain of the Japanese... Who uh, told them to eat the guy's yeah, butts? Yeah, and he was hanged. So the the pilot who survived was greatly troubled over his survival, and he did not learn about the cannibalism until many years later. Now, in 2004, the pilot returned to Chichijima Island with a film crew to recreate the narrow escape at Chichijima. He recalled that while on the submarine, he wondered why he had survived while the others had perished. Now, what the twist is... Twist. The pilot that survived this... Yes. Cannibalism. Yes. George H.W. Bush. The president? The president, George H.W. Bush, almost got eaten on an island by Japanese cannibal soldiers. That's fucking wild. Isn't that crazy? Wait, that's... How do I not know that? Right? How is that not like... Why does not everybody know that? Doesn't that make him one of the coolest presidents? I mean, that's a pretty I mean, badass war like, story. Someone's going to at me being like, yeah, yeah right, no, yeah, did you know that political he hates like, but like, rights? Regardless, <laughs> that's an insane like war story. Like, it has to be the craziest war story for any of these... Presidents? Pres- <laughs> any president who's had like any kind of, you know, war story thing. Yeah, almost getting eaten by cannibals is pretty high up there. It's pretty badass. Now, there's you can watch a... Um, uh, a live recreation like a, <laughs> of Japanese guys eating George H.W. Bush. Um, you can watch, uh, there's on YouTube, there's a, a whole little mini documentary on it, but I was like, that's actually insane. That's like something that I feel like you should, like people, like that's something you would know about. Yeah, like, I learned cursive and I didn't know George H.W. <laughs> Bush almost got eaten by Japanese soldiers. Like that's incredible. I also didn't even know there was a war crimes trial for the Japanese side. I know yeah. about Nuremberg, but I didn't know those Guam trials. Dude, it's all about that Guam, baby. But yeah, so that's like, I just, I, I came across that on a, uh, another like Reddit post where it was just like, hey, spooky, what are some weird, scary things that happened? And someone's like, hey, did you know that George H.W. Bush almost got eaten by Japanese cannibals? And I was like, what? <laughs> Elaborate? And then they linked like a whole article on it. I was like, holy shit, like that's crazy. But yeah, there's some, if you want to look into the Japanese, the horrific things that have happened in Japan. There are a couple specific cases that are like truly super messed up that I'm like, 
I'm pretty surprised you didn't get into the Suicide Force thing. There, I mean, yeah, the Suicide Force. Unless we're trying to give it space because uh, Logan Paul's still raking in that dough <laughs> from it. I Yeah, I didn't go Suicide Forest. I was trying to go things that I was like, I feel like are slightly under the radar, maybe. Well, I guess the Urban Legends aren't so much. I mean, but, that was under my radar. But this one, especially, I was like, holy crap. that's Get under my radar and get into my car. So... Make sure to check out the website to see the video of the woman who lived in the guy's walls going for a midnight Yeah, that's poo. like the video makes the it video so really makes it creepy much more creepy. It's very, yeah. And we'll link all of the uh, articles and and this George W. Bush, George H. W. Bush uh, documentary in there. And that's about everything I got for my creepy Japan episode. I thought it was creepy, and there definitely was Japan involved, and I learned a little bit of valuable U.S. history. A little bit of history. A little more patriotic today. <laughs> We're just going to play the national anthem anthem as betting music to this the entire time. Yeah. And uh, make sure to follow the socials, wherever they... Scones, do you remember any of the socials? Yes, yeah, so our socials. Make sure to our follow... Our socials. Are you kidding me? Of course I know me. our socials. Pull up our socials. What do you think I'm stalling? <laughs> no no well visit mondaymorningmacabre.com leave a review don't leave a review it's up to you Who's, who are we to judge we have an instagram hit that gram hit that gram daddy and uh so at Monday Morning Macabre on instagram we have what's our twitski just go find sure us it's, like, it's, a, it's a fucking <laughs> coffee cup of a skull just do it <laughs> stop complaining go find us go find us baby spoon feed the listener Thanks, everybody, for listening. Have a good Monday. Have a good Monday. Bye.